Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, June 23rd of 2021. It was a kind of weird day in that everything, like, almost everybody had something, um, which is great, but it wasn't, like, there wasn't a whole ton, I mean, there's, like, a couple of exciting moments here and there, but, like, nothing super exciting to talk about, um, which was kind of a bummer. I was hoping, I don't know, I was hoping for some excitement today, um, and it just wasn't a super exciting day, which is fine. There are days like that. Um, but anyway, um, like I said, there are a couple of things that were really big. It's just, or really exciting at least, but nothing, um, nothing super duper exciting, I guess. I don't know. Maybe my like radar is off for what I found exciting today. Cause like some of the things that happened are pretty cool, but I was, I'm just like, left kind of unimpressed today. Um, that also could just be like a personal mood type of thing. Um, I just like all of a sudden got very cranky. Um, like it came out of nowhere and now I'm just kind of cranky. Um, which is no fun. Um, so anyway, we are gonna pretend I'm not cranky and jump right in with the Belgian royal family. Like I said, there were some events that were a pretty big deal, and this is one of them. Um, so today, King Philippe took part in a flight demonstration aboard an aircraft carrier of the Belgian army. It seems like it was a co-mission demonstration between Belgium and Luxembourg, which I find interesting. Um, I didn't do a ton of like investigating further, but the the plane was piloted. It was an Airbus something. Um, was manned by a crew of both Belgian and Luxembourg, Luxembourgish, um, servicemen and women, maybe. I don't know if there were any women. I only saw men, but service people. Um, but what was cool about it is he brought, um, his son, Prince Gabriel, who is their oldest son, not their oldest child, but their oldest son, um, who is 17, almost 18. He'll be 18 in like a couple of months. Um, but it was just very, very cool because it was fun. Um, so they went up in the Airbus, like, and watched a, it was a drop type of mission. Um, so it dropped like supposedly a supply box. They didn't show any video of that. Um, also it was a demonstration. So like, who knows? Um, but then <laughs> there were also paratroopers involved and they jumped out of the plane. Like, and if you've ever seen an aircraft carrier, like the bottom 
kind of opens downward um, and you can drive things like onto it um, to transport large amounts of things. And that's where they were <laughs> jumping out of was that little space where it opens. Um, well, it's not super, it's a very large space, but still. Um, and the views in this picture, you'll see if you check out the website, thedailyroyal.com or Instagram, either one. Um, the views are amazing. I think I would be scared out of my mind with that door open. Like, they were kind of attached to something that seemed very secure, but it was still terrifying, like, to me. I'm also not a great flyer. Um, I'm okay, but I'm not great. I have some, I have some control, uh, freak tendencies. Like, I like to control everything, um, and so flying is not my greatest strength because I can't fly a plane, um, and so I can't <laughs> then control it. Um, and I just don't like that, but I'm okay. Like I'm better than a lot of people, um, in terms of flying, but I'm also worse than others because I'm just, it. I have trouble. Um, but anyway, this idea terrifies me to no end. So that will never happen. Um, but it was very cool. And I was just like, it was such a cool, um, first kind of not independent outing, but first kind of like not with all the other siblings outing for Gabriel. Um, and it seems like maybe it's something he's interested in, which is why he came. Also, like his school is probably done for the year, as most of the schools are tending to do. So Belgium actually takes like a really interesting summer break, they, like, they have to do a split summer break because their national day is in July. Um, and so they take, like, the first couple of weeks of July and do kind of a more local, um, photo call vacation. And then after national day, they go on, like, whatever their private vacation is. Um, so they have to do like a split thing, but they tend to do it around the, the school time. Um, so that is, anyway, that was the first event today in Belgium. It was very exciting. I loved it. Um, and then we also had in, in the afternoon, or I guess technically evening, um, King Philippe met with eight CEOs and representatives of a few organ, uh, foundations that are all partnering together in with a project called Business Uniting Talent uh, 2030, which is a partnership um, that seeks to, to build inclusive business models by 2030 um, and reduce inequality in employment access, um, which I think is really cool. And so the Prince Philippe Fund Foundation is a part of that. Um, and so this is something that was created when he was maybe not even fully heir to the throne yet, probably when he was heir to the throne, but pretty early on, I would imagine. Um, and so it is still, of course, titled Prince Philippe. And now as king, he doesn't have like a foundation. Um, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, if you know. Um, 
But anyway, that was his second event. And I think aside from the picture with the cabinet in October, this is the first time there's been like a large group of people posing for a photo on this staircase. Now, it wasn't a huge group of people and they were all spaced out. Um, but they did events like this in March of 2020, like right as things were coming to a, oh crap, lock everything down moment with the pandemic. And so it was really interesting to me that like, I found the distinction there, like we're kind of in this stage of the world now with the, the pandemic. And so this is the picture that we're like taking. It was very cool. Um, but I think he, yeah, anyway, um, so I found that interesting. So with that, we are going to now go ahead and talk about the British royal family. decided that my there was nothing super exciting today mood is because I'm just in a bad mood for like no reason um because the, the next couple of things are kind of a big deal too like all of the British royal family section is a big deal um so first Queen Elizabeth held her audience with the prime minister today Notice that I said this in the normal part, not in the court circular part. And I didn't finish the sentence with over the phone. Because for the first time in over a year, and for the first time on this podcast, because now I read the court circular, we are talking about the in-person audience between Queen Elizabeth and the Prime Minister. There's nothing to this other than just, oh my god, it happened in person. Um, so they met today at Buckingham Palace, and they have not met in person um, for an audience. They just recently saw each other, of course, at the G7 reception, um, but this was the first time in 15 months that they met in person and it is great. <laughs> it is so awesome. Like it was just very exciting. Um, anyway, like I am just excited about this because it's just been a very long time. Um, and I do think like at some point my, every time I see the queen, in person of at in person events like my I think my excitement will die down eventually um but it's just for so long she wasn't really doing anything in like public um because covid was scary and she is of a certain age and um so you know she was just locked into Windsor and then, like, slowly but surely, she's been coming into more in-person engagements. Um, 
and of course, I mean, the April of this year was like, of course, devastating. And so to just see her back and in such good spirits every single time, I think it's just wonderful to me. Um, but I think at some point it might die down because I'll get used to it again. It's just, we didn't really have a period of time when I was recording pre-pandemic that she was super, um, out there because she takes a long winter vacation, um, like around Christmas and then through till the day of her ascension, like that anniversary. Um, and then like we got through that, there were like one big engagement per week. And then like four weeks later it was pandemic. So it's just, there wasn't a lot to cover last year. And I think that's why this is like such a big deal. It's like, I was able to talk about everyone else but her because she wasn't doing a ton. Um, and now it's like, oh, right. She's actually extremely busy, um, which is great. So that was the first engagement. Um, next, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall visited the Theatre Royal on Drury Lane. That has been undergoing a renovation for the past few years. Um, also, apparently, uh, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber, who's like a big deal in the theater world, owns this theater um, and has taken on this renovation. And I'm very pleased with that. Like, it's in capital letters that he owns it because it's a big deal to me. Um, and then afterwards, they also visited Hyde Park to thank employees who have kept the park running for the past 15 months, past pandemic. Um, because I think everyone knows, like, the world spent a lot more time outside recently um, because we couldn't go anywhere else. We could go to parks. Um, you know, I, I think I've talked about this several times, but, like, one of the first things that I did in the pandemic, just because I wasn't sure if I was, like, in quarantine. Like, there were just a lot of unknowns. And once it was kind of figured out that I, like, oh, no, you're not completely in quarantine. Like, my personal situation. Like, no, you're not completely quarantined. Um, just very limited. The first thing me and, like, some of my uh, relatives did, like, my uh, not immediate family, we went to a park and had lunch together, but all kind of like separate, like in household groupings, but all near each other. Um, and so that was very special. Um, and then my life very quickly went back to normal. So I was still spending all my time doing what I had done pre-pandemic. But my first like out of quarantine unknown was a park. Um, and so they, park employees and public service employees are really critical to keeping things safe in the park and well-maintained and all of that. So I appreciate this gesture, especially, you know, given the past 15 months of a pandemic because they've had to work really hard because way more people are at a park than normal and Hyde Park is already a really busy park. Um, so that was their, like, in-person engagement. But then 
you guys, another exciting event. I love how I'm like, nothing was exciting and we're 15 minutes in and we're only in the second royal family I talk about. It's fine. Um, we'll go through some other things quicker though. So today was the first in-person group investiture since March of 2020. So today the Prince of Wales led the investiture ceremony where 32 recipients of various orders and honors were given um, at St. James's Palace. Um, so this is something that in early stages of, pan- of uh, not pandemic, um, early stages of this podcast, I didn't really know how to talk about these. I still don't, by the way. Um, I'll work through it because I never had to learn and like figure it out. But today is just a big deal because it's the first one um, and Charles led it. I do suspect that we'll see more of Charles and William leading them versus the Queen. But that's an assumption. It's not a reality. So we'll see. Um, It's just what I think could happen. Um, I do remember she did one. She did an investiture ceremony, like, right when everything was coming. Like, we were just starting to take, um, not it seriously, but, like, precautions. And so she wore gloves, and I don't think she ever took them off. Um, I can kind of remember this. I don't have a great recollection of it, but I do kind of remember it. Um, but it was, it was noticeably different due to pandemic measures. Um, pre, oh, this is a full-blown pandemic, shut everything down right now. Like, that weird time where it was, like, maybe a week of, like, oh, something's happening here. You know, that, like... March 10th through the 15th time frame was like, oh, something, something's happening. Or maybe a little earlier than that, but still. And then it was like, oh, shut everything down right now. Um, so I can kind of remember that, but it was a, obviously a crazy time just in general. Um, so that is what was going on public facing in the UK. I do suspect that most of the things that happened on the court circular will be included. Um, I do know there was a Duke of Cambridge event that I saw, but, um, okay. So also happening today was, uh, Queen Elizabeth held a council meeting and it looks like it was in person. Holy moly. Um, and then the meeting with Boris Johnson, uh, the Prince of Wales on behalf of Her Majesty this morning held an investiture at St. James's Palace. Um, so that's a big deal. Um, and then at Clarence House, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall, uh, visited. Uh, yep. And then it also looks like Charles, while at St. James's Palace, held a meeting with the Prince's Trust, um... And then this evening, jeez, this is so much. Okay. Um, (laughs) You guys, this is crazy. 
welcome to I think a normal day in a non-pandemic world. I know we still are technically living in a pandemic, but this feels like a very non-pandemic day. Um, so His Royal Highness, meaning the Prince of Wales, was awarded the Council of Christians and Jews Bridge Award this evening. Um, I'm sure they'll share more about that tomorrow. And then uh, the Prince of Wales, Colonel of the Welsh Guard, later presided over a conference at St. James's Palace, attended by colonels of the regiments of the Household Division, and subsequently entertained the colonels to dinner. Holy moly. Okay. Um, and then at Kensington Palace, the Duke of Cambridge this morning attended a meeting with the Duchy of Cornwall Rural Committee via video link. And this is, of course, part of his upcoming preparations to become the next Duke of Cornwall. That will happen immediately. Um, so just a little context. I know this is going to be a weird episode. Um, when Prince, the Prince of Wales... <laughs> becomes king. Uh, so when Queen Elizabeth passes, Charles will immediately become king. Um, and immediately upon Charles becoming king, William will become the Duke of Cornwall. He will not necessarily immediately become the Prince of Wales. He will become the Duke of Cornwall immediately. Um, but the Prince of Wales is like an investiture thing. Um, and it has to be proclaimed by the new monarch so it will presumably happen it just has not it will not happen immediately um so anyway just a little bit of context so he will regularly take part in duchy of cornwall things um okay so that is what was going on in the uk um so now let's go ahead and move on to denmark <laughs> is fun for anyone who's like into the nerdy stuff of podcasts I have like a template laid out where I kind of know what my time marks are for when I should be done talking about a country and just so you all know I should be at this point like halfway through uh Norway and I'm in Denmark just so you all know got it's a weird day um this is something though I I know I'm so rambly um that I will be figuring out in August, um, is now that things are going to get busier, I'm more well-informed. So like, I will probably need to talk about less events and give more context into like one big event or two big events in each Royal family each day on days like today. Um, I'm not going to do that right now because that's not how I've been running this podcast so far, but we're not living in a crucial crisis pandemic anymore. So the events are more diverse, more frequent. Um, and then you have days like the British Royal family just had where it is an abundance of things to go over in a segment. Um, so just so you know, that's like something I'm going to be doing in August when I go to weekly episodes. Um, and that's what I do for weekly episodes. I don't talk about every single event. Um, I talk about like the big things, so that's probably just going to continue when we get to September. Um, just so you know, that's kind of coming down the pike, 
but we're not there yet. Um, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Danish royal family. Today, Queen Margrethe officially started her summer stay at Groston Castle. Um, so this is something that is normal for Queen Margrethe um, to spend the summer at Groston. It's in the southern Jutland, so it's in the southernmost part of Denmark. Um, and it's just where really all of the Danish royal family will spend the summer um, for the most part. And um, like Frederick and Mary go for a couple of weeks and then maybe go off and do their own thing. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and so I'm a little shocked that it's starting this early, but it doesn't, I don't think it completely means that she's like off on summer vacation. It's just, she's going to start taking engagements down there. Like she's going to be holding more things there. Um, like there's a watch parade, which is the clock, the like literal wrist watch parade in a couple of days, like things like that. Um, but today she arrived in the municipality of uh, Sonderberg um, on the Royal Yacht. And um, there was a small welcome reception hosted by the municipalities. So like each year, not last year, but each year there's always, um, it's one of three ports that is close to Groston. Um, and so she will arrive in one of those three and they host a welcome reception for her um, to mark the start of her summer stay near them. Um, so that was held and the mayor gives like a, a speech. There was a small crowd gathered, not a huge crowd. I don't know what it looks like normally. This is the first time I'm experiencing this. Um, so I don't know if this is like a normal size crowd or if it's kind of on the smaller side because pandemic. Um, but anyway, it was kind of cool. Um, and again, like I said, this isn't her starting the summer. I don't think. I do know it won't be that different. Her engagements will kind of be more sparse, but that really will be no different from the, re the how the whole year has gone because it's like very few and far between anyway. Um, so anyway, that is what she did today. Um, and then also today, Crown Princess Mary attended something called the Creative Summit, which was hosted by um, an organization called Creative Denmark in partnership with Donsk Industry, um, which was a place to create a safe, uh, or to create a dialogue around um, new business models and different things um, to increase international growth for Danish companies, um, which is a huge, um, like this is over the past 15 months of non-pandemic related events. Um, this is something that the Danish royal family does do a lot of like international advocacy for Denmark, um, much, not much more than every single country, but than a lot of countries. Um, like really Scandinavia does this to um, create more interest in their, their companies. Um, cause like each of them, although I can't think of a Norwegian brand, but like each of them has a, a brand, like one, um, it's, you know, in Denmark, it's Lego. For those who don't know, Lego is from Denmark and in Sweden, it's Ikea. Um, and so 
but like there are obviously lots of other Danish companies and Swedish companies out there. So this is a way to make those known. Um, so I thought it was really cool um, and super important. Um, so that is what was going on in Denmark. There was an event today in the Netherlands, um, but it was a video call um, between King Will Alexander and Queen Maxima um, with German and Dutch companies ahead of the state visit, which is going to work, uh, focus on business relationships between the two countries and trade relationships, etc. Um, so it was in preparation for that and just kind of a, a kickoff to the upcoming state visit between, uh, from the Netherlands to Germany, which is in, uh, which is July 5th through the 7th. So stay tuned. Um, so that is what was going on in the Netherlands. I'm not going to give it its own segment. And so now we are going to move over to the Norwegian royal family. Norway today there was one kind of big thing and then um, I mentioned yesterday that it seemed like Norway was kind of ending their week so we had a lot of traditional Friday events that took place today um, and so but to start with the big thing today was the 30th anniversary um, of the day like the ceremony day that King Harald was officially signed as the King of Norway um, and so this is similar, but not the same as a coronation. Um, so Den or Norway only ever had one coronation. Um, and that was when King Akun became king of Norway. Um, and then something to, that I don't know is super clear. King Harald is only the third like modern king of Norway. Um, previous to that, Norway and Sweden were a combined country essentially. Um, and so the kings of Norway were also the kings and queen kings of Sweden. So in their own right, Norway um, with their own constitution had this happen. Um, and King Harald is the third king. So King Akun is his grandfather. Um, and he had an official coronation, but he was also like a Danish prince. Um, and so I think it was just a way to like solidify uh, his Norwegian-ness. And then it was written out of the constitution, like that was no longer required. Um, and so King Olaf, who's King Harald's father, did this um, like signing ceremony in a church um, but it wasn't required to be in the church. It's just what King Olaf chose to do. Um, and so then 30 years ago, King Harald decided to do the same thing. So it is a church service um, at the Nidaros Cathedral. Um, and it just is a, a blessing, kind of. It's not necessarily like an anointing, um, but a blessing and the official recognition of like an official ceremony to mark that he had become king um, because there isn't really one. Um, 
like in a, a situation where the monarch dies and then someone is immediately the successor, um, there's obviously not like a ton of pomp and circumstance like you would get with an abdication. Um, and then an inauguration like we've seen recently in, not recently, recently, but like most recently in Belgium, the Netherlands and Spain, um, you know, you get more of a immediate thing. Um, Denmark has nothing like this. Sweden does. Um, and so does, and Norway has this signing ceremony, which is like an official recognition kind of thing. Um, so that was today. Um, and so to mark that occasion, the Norwegian Royal household released four new photos. Um, so, uh, two like photos of King Harald and Queen Sonia in kind of, not full gallery. I would say black tie. Um, so longer dresses and King Harald was in a tux, but like it wasn't full gala with like orders and tiaras or anything like that. It was just very, um, casual, but regal. And, um, and then like a single portrait of each of them in more business day-to-day attire. Um, so that was really cool. I was really excited to see those. Um, it took me a long time to realize they were new because I think when I first saw them, it was still like really early in the morning and I hadn't quite woken up yet. Um, but then once I woke up more, I was like, oh, that's really awesome. Um, so anyway, that was that event. Um, and then, like I said, they kind of treated today like their Friday. So King Harald and Crown Prince Akun uh, took part in the cabinet meeting that happens every Friday. And then King Harald also held farewell audiences with uh, ambassadors from Denmark, Slovakia, and Jordan. Um, so that was the Norwegian Royal Family Day. Um, and now let's go ahead and uh, move over to Spain. is this is our last segment. There was nothing in Sweden today. Spoiler alert. Um, and there was a very, like, normal event in Spain. So not a ton to talk about here. We're almost done, I promise. Um, so this mm, morning, it was morning technically in Spain. Um, to me it was six in the morning. Um, to them it was noon, but still morning to a Spaniard, just so you all know. Um, or at least they still say good morning. Anyway, um, so today King Felipe and Queen Letizia attended the delivery of the 2018 as well as the 2019 uh, Medals of Fine Art, um, which are given out on an annual basis to Spaniards who represent um, and have strong contributions to the arts. Um, so this, like I said, is something that happens every year. Um, it did not happen in 2020. It's one of the few things that Spain, um, did not continue on, maybe just because of the timing. Um, Spain did hold a lot of, like, these annual things still last year, 
like I said, Spain tried to like just kind of continue on. They lived with the reality of a pandemic, um, particularly in their government. Like they were out and about doing things. Um, and so therefore, so were their king and queen after those first couple of months of like pure and total confinement. Um, so they combined the two years, the 2018s, which were supposed to be given out in 2020 and the 2019s, which were supposed to be given out this year. Um, they're always two years behind. I never know why, but anyway, they are. Um, and so that took place this morning. Um, I was kind of sad. So these typically take place in like various parts of this country, um, in really beautiful settings. And today it was just like in the Palacio El, Pro El Pardo, which, okay, fine. Um, it's still a very beautiful place, but I feel like we've been in there a lot in the past couple of weeks. And like, I just want to see something new. Um, I know we spent a lot of time in Andalusia, so I'm like, can we go like up North or something? Spain, like Galicia, Astorias, anything like that. Can we, can we do that? Um, I have very strong opinions. Um, but anyway, that's what was going on in Spain today. Uh, nothing too, too exciting. Like I said, kind of a quiet week this week for them after, in comparison to last week, at least. Um, and then in Sweden, there was nothing that happened today that was shared today. Stuff happened yesterday that they didn't share about till today, but I'm not talking about it because I've got to draw the line somewhere. So in my notes, it just says, share the things, share them when I can talk about them because my frustration level is too high to deal with not sharing things until like 24 hours later. So anyway, that is what was going on today. Um, I know this was a little bit of a longer episode. I also just like, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Um, and a lot of it was bigger than I thought, apparently, at the beginning. Guys, the difference between this intro and outro. Whew. It's like I've gone through an entire journey here. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram. Like and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Thursday. Bye.